Hi, it's Tiffany. And I'm Kudzi. And welcome to Love in Limbo Land, the podcast. A series where we discuss the trials and tribulations of dating in LA. I'm a 28-year-old young professional working in the intersection of media and tech. I have always been obsessed with relationships and dating. I actually wrote my master's thesis at USC, Fight On, and Online Dating and What Our Generation is Looking For. So let's try to figure that out together because I still don't know. I'm a 30-year-old originally from South Africa, and I moved to LA with a dream to work in entertainment and technology, living my best life, but still fumbling my way through the dating landscape. Each week, we share one of our dating stories and decode the experience as we discover what it means to date in the city of many opportunities. Know that you are not alone in this dating jungle. We're in this together, so let's continue this journey and learn how to be open to love. On today's episode, we have Chris Jacob discussing the thin line between love and obsession. So he didn't text me back, and I showed up to his house. Unannounced. Let's just say it was a surprise. Who does that? <laughs> Wait, so you just, how did you know his address? Take us back. Wait, tell I us need... the whole story. How did you meet him? <laughs> why? How did you get so obsessed? And who shows up and why? Like, why would you do such a thing? And did he let you in? Oh, my God. Okay. I guess from the beginning, we can start there. Um, so I met this guy on Tinder. Um, this was years ago, by the way, just for the for the listeners at home. Yeah, the Tinder landscape was very different. Back it then. was very so different. different. Yeah. Could, there was quality on there. Like, you could find a man. You could get I married. Every off. episode, you're always coming for something. No, but you could. At that point, it wasn't a hookup app. You could mm. actually get married off it. Like, I have friends who have gotten married off Tinder. I so. think he still can. I mean, probably. probably it's definitely more lower, challenging yeah. now. Like, me and my friend have this quote like, men are trash, but we're just garbage collectors. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways, back to the story. So this was years ago. I want to say like at least four years ago. Um, so I, I met this guy on Tinder. Um, There's a good connection right off the bat. Um, he was a CPA. And we love a CPA. We love an I know. We love numbers. We, we Finance. Like an entrepreneurial like powerhouse. And, you know, I think that's what I was looking for. Just someone who was career driven and, and focused. Um, but, you know, at the time that we started to go on our first couple dates, like it was in the middle of tax season, which, you know, as an insecure, not necessarily fully confident man, I, I was very unsure of these, like, sorry, I'm busy working. And I didn't kind of really like piece those together. I always saw them as him blowing me off. And for those that don't know that are listening, you know, since we have a global show here, CPA season, similar to like chartered accountant seasons, like the busy year in the US where people are finalizing their finances and making sure their tax records are ready. And it's a really busy time for like CPAs and auditors because they have to such a short window of time. So his work hours when Chris is discussing this are probably like seven to like midnight or like 1 a.m. And then he has to go home, sleep a little bit and just get back. So you know, it just doesn't have time to put up with a lot of like things. Exactly. Then don't be on Tinder. And well, well, so that's the thing. I like it's like hard for me to sort of like concept, I guess, like how 
how busy he actually was. And, you know, I think the thing about online dating is that sometimes we create this, these like urgencies around how many times we have to see them, like the frequencies, like we have to see them at least once a week. And if it goes over 10 days, you're like, oh, well, he's probably moved on. And so I think that kind of was running through my mind as I was getting to know him. Like, you know, if it was like we were seeing each other regularly, like once a week. And then like when it would start to like be go beyond a week, I would get nervous. So, right. And like, you know, and so like that would be like over texting or like, you know, I'm totally not afraid of the double text or triple. <laughs> oh. or quadruple. Um, when it's just like blue on one side. Exactly. Who does that? <laughs> um, and you know, that's, that's sort of like the problem is that like when you, um, start to create these like false narratives in your head you're like oh well he's probably moving on or he's dating someone else not really actually giving him the benefit of the doubt that he's buried in actual work but it's hard because with online dating you kind of have to assume that they're dating other people even if they're not so i get why Why? you thought because that's just the nature of the game if you're on an app and there are millions of people on there you can find one at a time no but people don't do that it's not that you can it's that people don't I think they do. I do. Maybe that's why I'm losing. But then, I just, you know, I, know I just some feel like you're not losing, you're so. not crazy if you're not sure if that person is actually truthful about how much time they have for you, or if they're just saying that because they're seeing other people as well. Right. Even if they're in tax season, even whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's busy. It's yeah, tax he's busy. We've gone on a couple dates, so the 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 time that I show unannounced, that's like almost like the second part, like chapter two, chapter one. And, like we had gone on a date it went really well like Where'd you go What's um, a good date for you? i forget now like we we, d- we went to watch a movie mm-hmm. um it was like a dinner and movie situation like, how do you feel about hand holding in movie do date? people do that we did actually i know that we i remember that we held hands like yeah, so cute. Uh, yeah so, so cute. it was cute um no we, one ever holds my hand in a movie but do, do you, you like, like position you, your hand so that they hold yeah, it like, or where do you put your hand like, so that or, it can or, be or, like no, it's usually like sh- you share the armrest mm-hmm. for a little bit and then you like and interlock like, fingers yeah and then it kind of whose fingers like, like creep over first i don't i think it's just like you know like it's just your hands are so close together it just starts <laughs> to like... <laughs> oh i don't know i guess girls don't use like share the armrest maybe like i i can't imagine thing. myself putting my arm there and then his arm being ha- on half of it because <laughs> it's like you're both like kind of not on it you're both like holding your arm up yeah because like you're kind of fake arm wrist well like maybe arm. there's like a drink there or something i don't know okay but... you're making me nervous um, anyway you need to get the popcorn so that you both like put your hands into the popcorn now you're interlocking buttery salty fingers <laughs> so gross sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do because i have gone on some movie dates and no hand holding i think about it i'm like how should i position my hand i'll put my hand on my lap but i guess that's like too <laughs> then it's too far away like they're not gonna like go they're not I thought if the hand is open and in sight, it's like the side. No, I feel like because you know, personal space, you kind of have to put your hand in like a free zone. <laughs> okay. And the armrest well, is it zone. needs to be in like the neutral zone. Yeah. Okay, so got that, it. Good to went, know. Anyway, continue so with this. Story. Him, you went on a date. Yeah, we went on a date, like and I, I had remembered that he had said something about how like he like loves dark chocolate or something, right? Um 
And so that was interesting. Black or no, (laughs) no, he was he was a white guy, but he like likes um, just like the candy, dark chocolate. And so, um, anyways, like. I'm like trying to oh okay so the reason why I knew where he lived was because we had gone on a date before um he didn't invite me into his house that night but like we had gone for a drink and um we like you know like kissed outside of his house or whatever and then like I got an uber from his house or whatever so like that was the end of a previous date where I actually knew where he lived <laughs> anyways long never story short. Le- never drop <laughs> Never, never yeah, location. yeah, exactly. We learned that from episode four, and I think this might be another reason why. <laughs> so, anyways, like you know, he was telling me that how how busy he was, like with with all of his like clients for tax season and everything like that. So, um, you know, on a Saturday when I just didn't have nothing to do, I just decided to to like buy like a box of like dark chocolate and um, and then I you know, went over to his house. What I, what I didn't realize was that there was this whole like gate that I couldn't actually open and get into a without a code. I don't know why you didn't think <laughs> this through. Wait, and you didn't see that the first time you were at his house? Or I guess you didn't No, I just, did, I thought it was like a door. Like, oh, but okay. I didn't know that it was like guarded, guarded with a code. Yeah, Got exactly. It. So we love a code. We love security. Exactly. So like I had to, I think I would have had to do, um, was like, you know, look at like the mailbox <laughs> and see like, or there was like some packages on the floor and like see like what number his house okay, was. Investigation <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Know, this, this is a is man on illegal. a mission. Oh anyway, so when I found out the apartment number, I realized that like, like I couldn't really like, obviously like throw the box of chocolate like that far, right? Anyways, like me not being too bright, I just tried it anyway. <laughs> and so I ended up throwing the the box like it was like in a bag. I threw like this bag of chocolate and it like hit midway. It wasn't like really positioned closely to the door. So anyways, like this this house, like it just so happened to be um, across the street from a Gelson's. So Gelson's what I, is a supermarket for those that don't know. I love Gelson's Gelson's. Yeah. So okay. I what I actually ended up doing because now there was just like a bag of chocolate that wasn't even close to a door. It was just like in the middle of the grass, mm-hmm. like behind the gated fence. I go to Did we have a note? Yeah, I had a oh, note okay. and everything like that. But I just like was fearful that but he would see it. But why would you pick it. up a random bag yeah. in the middle of uh, like, like the grass? Like a, grass uh, yeah. So basically, like I what I did is I went to <laughs> Gelson's and I actually was trying to look for like a broom or a stick or something <laughs> that was like long enough for me to be able to like <laughs> r- like go into like. So you- now you're gonna rake people. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a moment? So basically what I ended up doing, I got, so I ended up buying a broom. Like it was like a Swiffer, like an extender pole Swiffer situation. Mm-hmm. Um, resourceful. Yes, resourceful. I was able to like hook back the bag with <laughs> the broom and then like use the broom to like swing it closer. <laughs> and it landed very closely to the door. Oh, nice. So I felt very proud of myself. Did he get the chocolates? Yeah, he did. He ended up texting me like later that night and was like, thank you so much. It was cute and everything. <laughs> so during the whole debacle, I just want to know, 
did you ever think you were doing too much? Like, did you ever have a moment in the Galsons buying the, the broom? <laughs> the broom? Like, $30 like, Swiffer from yeah. Galsons? <laughs> Just to push, like, Just a $5 chocolate across the lawn. You know, I felt, like, very committed to the fact that, like, I was doing something very nice. Mm-hmm. And, like, for a person mm-hmm. that I was, you know, starting to, like, get feelings for... I, I wish I had probably known in that moment that like it was a little bit doing the most. And so that being said, I, I was very committed to my cause. Okay. okay. So he got okay, the wording. Spin. Yeah, it's a spin. Now I'm like, oh my God, this is so romantic. Why won't anyone swiffer a chocolate to my door? Well, okay, you so anyways. Actually, Joan, the sounds good. Right. Now I'm like, I think about all the people that like have walked me to my door and I'm like, actually I could get murdered. Oh my god. Right. Exactly, because now they know where you live. Yeah. But yeah. They could just be waiting in the bushes, like no one would know. Um yeah, they don't after, have to swiffer nothing. Yeah. Well after, Exactly. I don't have no gate. After chocolate gate. Um, we actually we went on another date it was good everything was good he was like you know grateful for the chocolate and everything like that Um, and then probably after that he gets again super busy I'm like not really hearing from him it's not super consistent and um, so I think like more than two weeks pass by and I'm like okay so what like you know he he keeps reassuring me and saying that he's busy that he wants to hang out but like I'm just kind of seeing it as like almost like a slow death where they're like trying to like basically just like lead you on a path but really it's just leading you to your funeral and I um so you know I'm out in in around in the neighborhood because he lives in a popular neighborhood. Just happened to be in the neighborhood. No. <laughs> <Randomly>. <laughs> like popping in. I was at a birthday party. Like, and this is not a made-up story. I was at a birthday party that just so happened to be at a club that was near the street, like maybe two blocks away from his house. That's so convenient. So convenient. How convenient. <laughs> so, you know, like we were texting earlier that night. He was telling me how busy he was, blah, blah, blah. Um, anyways, like I... Um, have a couple drinks and like at like maybe like midnight or 1230 I actually you know just shoot him a text and I'm like I'm outside <laughs> surprise surprise so this is a recurring behavior but continue it, yeah anyway yes exactly so I'm outside and he um he invites me in and then and then yeah and then we suspense. yeah and then we uh yeah, what he makes me a um a spicy margarita, a jalapeno margarita. Okay, making it a real <laughs> cocktail. Wait, a wait, spicy margarita—that's our favorite. Yeah, actually, my favorite. <laughs> so good. What kind of like jalapeno juice though? Was I, it like no, he had mixed like, or was it like the real? It was like the real juice. thing. Like he yeah. was like a connoisseur, and I think that was kind of like for me. I guess like. I was very like into just how cultured he was, and I don't know. I was like enamored by when that. When spicy right? Marg and you, you're right. exactly. I mean, I think it, like when a guy has like nice things in a nice apartment and can make a good cocktail, you're like, wow, this guy is, has his life together. You know, sometimes you go to someone's place and it's like in shambles. shambles. It's like things yeah. falling apart. Oh, it's right. IKEA furniture. <laughs> love a good love, IKEA love thing, IKEA but love yeah. IKEA. But you know, IKEA moments. I don't have IKEA moments because um, it's too far away. It's not, you, so you you saw that he had good things yeah. and uh, and could make you a margarita and that probably was like okay this is like 
marriage material. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, um, long story short, um, we have a good night, and then and then we end up going on another date, uh, another movie date, and then I think it just dies right after. That's basically so from. He's busy to obsession to another date to nothing. What happened? I um, did yeah. you text him after the movie date? Did you try to like yeah, revive? I think like what what he sort of without without sort of like calling me out on on how intense I was being. I think like I I felt and I kind of realized in retrospect that I was my expectations were adding a lot of pressure on the situation and i you know in retrospect there's there's mo- there's many takeaways there's you know how how much do we believe in these like grandiose gestures of love you know i don't i i you know maybe there was some borderline stalking going on <laughs> or just like you know just very passionate like expressions of love is what what i like to call it um and you know i think like that Sometimes it's warranted. However, in that case, I think what I was sort of indulging was my expectations for what I wanted in terms of a potential relationship and what I was getting out of the dating experience. And then I was completely ignoring like his work situation. So in that case, like I I think there's a fine line between especially because I've been on the receiving side of people that are, you know, sort of coming on a little bit too strong, Mm -hmm. you know, years later being out in the dating field and them not being super receptive to like how busy my schedule is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the fact that I actually genuinely do want to hang out with them, but like sometimes you're traveling for work or sometimes you're, you know, you're, you're just, it's a busy week. It's tax season. Yeah. Or it's tax season. And like now I, I like, you know, I, you know, gaining a little bit more insight in, in maturity, I like see now that like that is that's all acceptable, you know. And so, don't you want a busy man? I do. I do, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I want him to be busy when I'm busy and free when I'm free. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, there's a thing called the real world yeah, that exists yeah. where like it doesn't always work that way. Or like, you know what I want? I want a guy who has like busy work to do because I like doing some like things on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Or, I like being at a coffee shop, and I want them to like not feel like they're waiting on me because mm-hmm. I feel like if they don't have things, it feels like that. So I I want someone who has work to do on the weekends in a coffee shop too specific very very specific like okay. very specific okay well do you want a busy person chris or do you want like someone who is kind of like ready to go whenever i think i think yeah no now sort of in this dating climate i think what happens is that some of us are so i don't want to say desperate but just so so eager to making anything work that we're willing to like Mm, compromise we're 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 so like willing to compromise you know our own dreams and our own sort of lives and you know what we're pursuing and i think that that's never healthy and so i think both partners have to find a way to retain their own individualism in the context of a relationship as well as you know coming together and you know building something together so it's it's a it's a balance of both exactly you know you can't you can have it all just not at the same time right okay oprah oprah (laughs) Oprah moment oprah 101 (laughs) um but yeah so i mean i think what i had a mentor tell me this uh phrase and and i really loved it she said that there's a 
fine line between love and obsession, desire and self-respect. And Ooh. I, Some you know, self-respect though. And, it's low. It's depleted. And and I do think that 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 you know there is a fine line between you know putting out you know good energy and you know putting you know being receptive and open to love, but then also like going overboard right. and then also to the point where you're no longer showing respect to yourself or the other person and mm -hmm. i think sometimes especially in this dating space like it is so confusing and there is no right path that we're almost sort of preconditioned to believe that like the worst is going to happen right. so like in those cases we try to protect ourselves and in doing so we don't represent ourselves the way that we want to. Um, and that could be oh, so like, true. cause I mean, I think about it too, like, you know, in, in wanting to come off strong and, you know, wanting to show him like how much I cared about him and giving him the chocolates and doing all these other things. It was more so my insecurity uh, acting out or like inflaming because, you know, I wasn't secure that like he could just be genuinely working and, you know, busy and still be interested. Right. Mm. Let this be a lesson to us all. Yeah. You know, there's so much that's happening in the world that, like, people have to do. And, like, you know, people have, like, side gigs and side hustles and, like, other interests that they do on top of like, their work right. in 2018 that, like, maybe when they don't text back, they're just, like, doing something else and they'll text you back, like, Yeah, or ping time. them, you know? Like, people are always like, oh, you didn't text me back, but exactly. Like, so many things happen in a day. You're doing a million and one things, like... It's so, I think it's okay to double text, you know? Sometimes yeah. people need reminders. But don't cross the line. Don't cross the line. Be authentic obsession. and be yourself, but don't ever put yourself in a position where you have put everything into this one person. Yeah. Have you ever been obsessed with someone? Yes, of course. Did you I haven't. Some chocolate I have, like I've done worse. Oh. Chris knows. I've done worse. Tiffany's sewn a person face on a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> There were some dark. <laughs> there were some dark times, but I think I came out stronger than ever. <laughs> I'm great now. I'm like great. Yeah. Um, in, there's a new Taylor Swift song on her new album, Reputation, and she says, um, "If if it doesn't make you crazy, you ain't doing it right." What song is that? <laughs> um, it's called "Don't Blame Me." Don't blame if the love me. doesn't blame make me crazy. Me. <laughs> no, you should be blamed. No, blamed don't blame me. You know what? Follow your heart and do your crazy things. I think like crazy moments like that where you just like do things that you never thought you would they kind of breathe life into you i know we always talk about this but like i'm obsessed with that feeling and maybe mm -hmm. i need to let go of it but i love when i'm like someone motivates me to like Did rap or like they could create a rap song about them or like make a pillow of them or do like a book dedicated to like or okay maybe i should stop but you know what i mean i like that maybe i, mean, I should it's hard being a romantic in mm. this, you know, modern culture of dishonest dating. Like right. being a romantic is sometimes seen or characterized as being crazy or doing the most or being obsessed and or thinking I, you live in a romantic comedy right and like why we nothing need to keep, wrong with that let's keep the romance alive keep let's, it alive let's that's live 2018 a perpetual hallmark alive. movie or mm -hmm. lifetime you can christmas have, movie. i've learned you can have whatever you want you just need to put it out into the world and you shall receive and i hope people don't think like i'm 
jaded, but maybe I just like okay. Maybe I just like maybe I'm just the realest one here. Or maybe <laughs> or maybe I want to believe, but maybe like I just have no more reason to believe. Did you don't you ever oh get tired? God, that's the saddest Not thing. Not sad, about- like, <laughs> oh yeah, my god, my I life. Totally more get like, it. Uh, You're just like, exhausted. Tired from like the exhausted whole thing. from like but I feel like I'll never get exhausted from being inspired like you know like i feel like these people that come into my life that make me act like that they're like my muses like i am the the best tiffany just funny yeah i'm the best tiffany i do like i create the best i created this like podcast with you after being inspired by a rapping doctor i mean anything is possible but i think you need to surround yourself by that type of energy to help and even if that person doesn't end up being in your life who's that whose phone is on in the studio people don't respect the studio space and it's still ringing i think i love i think you should be open to people coming into your life and inspiring you in ways that you never thought it could be but don't depend on that being there all the time i think take that gift and it's like amazing when people do that but like don't expect that in all your relationships because i think that people can bring like different types of gifts into your life and it doesn't necessarily have to be and one based on like inspiring your obsession i think i think where you're sort of coming from is and it's a good like sort of perspective to have is is the fact that we can't attach emotional expectations to the people that we're pursuing just because right. of the nature of what dating looks like in 2018 and and that's totally just the realistic perspective is that you know when you do become obsessed and emotionally invested into something that maybe is only 6 weeks long or 3 months long or whatever you know it is it can be very heartbreaking because you get so you get you let your emotions sort of like take control mm-hmm. and you you just immerse yourself in that but there is a, there is you know a practicality to to saying well you know am i just following my emotions or am i actually seeing this for what it really is right and people always say like i oh, don't like loosen up enough or, like lose control but like you know i know people that do and you know also didn't work out so i think no what i when i when i'm hearing you speak is i'm actually cool with obsession in other parts of my life mm. you know me right like, yeah like i yeah. can get truly obsessed especially when it comes to creative projects right. you know i'm the kind of person that will like move a pixel and like think about it should move like left or right, right. for like 20 minutes mm. on like artwork versus obsessed about like people and right. relationships right because i'm just like can you yeah. just be normal please um and i go back to this quote real love risks rejection and you know i think it's it's been a litmus test for me as like you know i've had relationships and have dated is to really kind of ask myself internally like you know how do i emotionally feel about this person or what investment am i putting in this and you know most often if if it is something that i am truly passionate about or pursuing with real feeling it it's scary because there's a risk involved and most often that the greatest risk is the potential of being rejected so thank you chris jacob So thank you for listening to Love in Limbo Land. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Love in Limbo Land. Tweet us. We'll tweet you right back. And make sure you stay on the right side between love and obsession. 
I'm Tiffany. And I'm Kudzi. And you've been listening to Love in Limbo Land. You can find us on Twitter at Love in Limbo Land. And don't forget to go to Apple or Google Play Podcast to subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time. It's over, boo. Don't let them play you.